Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to um, On the Horizon, um, podcast on business and technology. I'm here with Mark Sagers. He's the CEO and founder of Inspire HT. I'm Mitch Skarsky with Horizon Managed Services. If you guys don't know what we do, we serve local businesses um, in the community, whether it be with Southern Wisconsin or Northern Illinois, to use technology to help them grow their business. So whether you're looking to invest in technology, whether it be cybersecurity, automation, or artificial intelligence to expand and grow, then we serve small, medium-sized businesses in this area. So feel please feel free to contact us in the link below. But Mark, thanks so much for taking some time to speak with me um, today. If we just get things kind of you know, kicked off. Can you tell me, you know, a little bit more about your background and your story? I was just taking a look at your LinkedIn profile and it looks like, you know, from a lack of better term, you're a serial entrepreneur. So I'm curious to hear a little bit more about, you know, what drove you to kind of, kind of take that path in life, um, compared to, you know, a traditional type of working environment. Yeah, I have been a serial entrepreneur, you know, but, uh, I started out sort of in the corporate world, you know, in IT as a programmer for some big companies. And and that kind of led to my being an e-commerce leader. And back when e-business was a thing, uh, I was a VP of e-business for a large insurance company. And that gave me a lot of experience kind of uh, help, you know, leading people and kind of understanding the industry, the insurance industry that is. So I got scooped up by a small company who had this product for brokers and they were they were called uh, Go Health, and and they, back then they were called Norvax, and they had a product for insurance agents, and it was a new internet product. It was really exciting. It would give agents a way to do quoting, and to provide quotes on insurance products to their customers that visited the website. And I thought, hey, this is pretty cool, and that started. This was a, like around the year 2003, I think. That started my entrepreneurial phase of my career, which I've been in ever since. Um, yep. So I've had several companies and, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of doing it. You know, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, as far as where you're at right now with, you know, Inspire Health Tech, I guess, you know, where did you come up with, with that idea and essentially, you know, kind of find that pain point and that solution within the market? And how did you bring that to market? Obviously, you had that idea. You brought it to market. You made a successful business. How did you go about just building that from the ground up? Yeah, well, thank you. You know, I it's a great question. I love your words, pain point. Um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, and I've made this mistake maybe in the past as well, being part of a team where you go in and you think there's an idea here and you, lo- you love your own idea and you just kind of takes on a life of its own but you may not necessarily be solving a pain point. And I think that's where we we kind of hit on something, I think, here with Inspire Health Tech. A few years back, I was working with one of the largest providers of the data and pricing and analytics and AI even uh, for the insurance industry. And my previous um, startup, uh, I was part of a team that we were acquired and our tech was acquired by this company. Um, they're a $2 billion global company, and they had some really interesting technology around helping a consumer find the right insurance plan, right? And it was a, a, a Medicare technology that helped a senior find the right Medicare plan personalized to them and totally unbiased 
to anything that the agent wants to, you know, maybe sell at them. Right. And this really kind of struck a chord with me. And and so um, this company really wasn't um, geared more towards the consumer market. They they thought this would be a useful tool for, you know, carriers and and things. And I had a different use for it. So I thought, well, why not bring this to the consumer market? Why not make this be a thing where the consumers, all these seniors out there who are often, you know, the victims of predators and, you know, predatory marketing, right? And um, why not bring them a tool that really helps them research, find the right Medicare plan and answer those questions? I have older siblings and, and, uh, and relatives and friends, you know, they, they complain that their phone rings off the hook and these agents won't leave them alone and, Everybody's selling their own plan and no one's listening to what their needs are. I thought this would be a great thing to bring to the market. So we've, you know, we've been at it now. Last year was our first full year. We built our engine and we, we got our first few customers. And now this year is, is really exciting. And we're talking to some big companies and, you know, our original idea was the consumer, you know, and you talk about how, you know, sometimes your original startup idea is not where you end up. Right. And so originally we thought we could be that, that brand and have a consumer brand where everybody comes to us and, and we show them the right plan using this, this tool. And instead though, we decided it would be a lot better to partner with people who are already working with consumers, already driving all that traffic, already have an online brand. Let's, let's give them the tool that can help them and help them serve their consumer better than they were able to do before. Definitely. And I mean, that sounds like a really cool, you know, product. I know at least in, you know, even me, you know, I get tons and tons of calls from, you know, insurance carriers and stuff like that. And it's, you don't know who you can trust at the end of the day when it comes to, you know, what they're trying to sell, you know, and they'll, they'll position themselves in a different way. Um, and then when it, when it comes to the actual product and when you do more research, it's, it's something completely different from what somebody says. So I think that's a really cool idea that you can give that to people that are maybe older or not, you know, that are a little bit more susceptible um, to these, you know, type of, you know, I guess, you know, kind of slimy sales tactics for lack of a better term. But that's that's a really cool business model. And that's awesome. I guess my next question would be just, you know, obviously, you know, besides, you know, some companies that you're trying to work with and consumers, what would be the ideal person that you're looking to work with and how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, great. Uh, great question, Mitchell. Um, you know, what we do is we work with um, consumer brands, right? So um, if you're a an agency that has a website and you want your your website to do a better job of pre-educating consumers prior to them talking to one of your agents, um, that can really be a big benefit for you. So we're looking to talk to agencies, you know, like contact center agencies that call out or receive inbounds. Uh, we're also looking to talk to field marketing organizations who have agents around the country and they need to get them leads. Um, you know, we can create a kind of a centralized presence that then sends those leads out to your agents after the person has aligned to certain plans that might be right for them. Now we connect them to the right agent for them. So there's the two steps are uh, help the person align with some of the right plans and and 
they, so they can see that these plans are better and these plans might not be you know right for them. Then they talk to an agent. It's a much shorter phone call. So the benefit to the agency is that they're not on the phone explaining Medicare and talking through all the options and going back and forth about which ones are, you know, maybe more aligned to the needs of the person, which ones might not be right. It's a really long process to, to, to sell insurance over the phone. And with this, you're giving them the opportunity and age 65 is not that old anymore as it relates to technology. These people grew up with the Internet, right? So they want to pre-research. They want to do that. And so rather than do a bait and switch and promise them go online quotes and then now the phone rings off the hook forever, let's let them do a little bit of research. Let's build that trust. Let's let them do some of the work on their own so they can see the market. They can see where some of the plans might be better and some maybe not as good. And for them... And now let's connect them to an agent. Now the agent can help them get, you know, signed up for the, the plan that they might be right. They can answer the final questions that the consumer has. It's a much shorter call. Everybody benefits. And it engenders trust at that at point of sale as well. So we believe that these consumers will, will return to this agency that provided this process for them to help them find the right plan and, you know, to smoothly get them enrolled. Definitely. Well, it sounds like a great way to streamline that process and ultimately, you know, benefits the customer, benefits the insurance, the, the agencies too, helps speed up that process quite a bit and, you know, not waste as much time. Awesome. Well, just my final question would be, you know, you know, just in general question, I mean, what specific advice or just general advice would you give to someone looking to start their own business or get into entrepreneurship? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, you know, that's a big question, right? Um, it's a good question. Um, I've, I've made mistakes over the years and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I learned. Um, cause that's really as humans, unfortunately, it's the only way we learn, right? Is by making mistakes and feeling the pain from those mistakes, right? So, you know, and I'm, this is all off the top of my head. I'm sure I'm missing some things, but I think it's really important to choose the right team. And to bring in people who are equally passionate about that pain point and and have that they share that vision of solving that pain point for the customer. That's super, super important. You have to be completely architected from the ground up to be focused on the needs of your customer. And as opposed to focused on making money or, you know, uh, all these other things that are that are out there. If you're aligned with the needs of the consumer or your B2B customer and um, you you stay focused on that, I think that's that's hugely important. And you ha also have to align yourself to other people who share that vision. So that's number one. I think number two, um, make sure you understand the market. Make fully Make sure you understand other companies out there who might be offering today what you think is a great idea. You know, you might, you know, do the quick Google search and, you know, you might see that there's people out there. Don't necessarily just give up if there's somebody offering something similar. See, maybe that there's problems. Maybe that they're not doing things the right way. You know, do the research and um, also do the numbers because the financials really will tell the story. Try to project your revenues and your expenses in a realistic way. Um, and then when you've got your revenue expense, revenue projections, 
cut them in half at least. Even if, even after you've gotten the most conservative ones, cut them in half again. And then the expenses, double them and say, can I sustain this? Can I, can I get there? And, um, you know, I think those are, those are some important things, uh, some important things to think about when you start. Also, finally, one other thing I would say is go into things that align with what you've done in the past. Don't try to just suddenly jump into being an entrepreneur in, in an industry that you know nothing about. Not only will you fail, <laughs> right? But, uh, but you know, and you'll waste a lot of time in your career. And because it's not only about just the validity of the idea, you might have the best idea in the world. But if you're not part of that industry, you don't have connections in that industry. You don't have, you know, you don't know who all the players are and who all the customers would be. You're starting from scratch. And now, you know, you need uh, people to not only believe in your idea, but you need to answer, how, you know, why should I work with you? If you don't have any, if you don't know my industry, you don't know all the buzzwords and the acronyms and you haven't paid your dues, no one's going to listen to you. So leverage what you've done and and build a company around an idea in an industry that you know. Sure. I think those are all great tips, especially, you know, number two of having those those expectations and then cutting them, cutting them down. Um, I know you see, you know, a lot of, you know, either people trying to sell like, hey, I can give you this business or hey, I can grow your business by X amount. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's important at the end of the day to have really realistic expectations of what you want to do and how fast that that you can grow. I think that's a really good point. I think it's a really real answer that you don't hear that much from, you know, from a lot of people. It's more so kind of like, you know, follow your dreams and you'll make millions kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kinda you know, and you might, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of that cartoon where it shows the, uh, there's a prospector digging underground and he's got a pick and pick and shovel, you know, and he's digging, 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 and he gives up and he turns around and you can see through a cross section of the ground that the treasure was like, an inch away if you would have hit that pickaxe one more time. You know, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, that you should give up. You've got to try. You've got to keep keep trying and keep trying. But don't try past the point where, it, you know, you've been told by the market that, you, that over and over again you're not wanted. I've also seen people kind of uh, dig forever when there's nothing there. It's hard to know, but when, you, when you're there, you'll know it. And that's that's, I think, the key piece. As you, you will know once, once you get there. And, and it take, it always takes longer than you think because you've got to go through that whole, that full thing for the market. It's, you know, that you've heard AIDA, right? Awareness, interest, desire, action. That's how people make decisions to buy something, but that's also how the market functions. So the market is this organic entity. The market has to be aware of you first. They have to hear you a few times. Then they have, then they start getting maybe interested. Doesn't matter what you say, how many times you call, how many times you email them. They have to hear from others that you're a thing, that you exist, right? And then they have to have an interest. That interest builds. And then now it has to align with what they need and what their pain points are. That's where the desire comes. All right. I want what you have. Right. And then and only then are you going to get those sales and that action. There's a natural process and a natural time frame that's associated with those AIDA steps 
on a market basis. It can't be rushed no matter how hard we try. Awesome. Well, Mark, I really appreciate the time um, this morning. This concludes this episode. If you guys want to check out what Mark's got going on at Inspire Health Tech, um, his information will be down below as well as ours. Um, I will see you guys next week. Thank you.